Welcome to another episode of the Micah Micah podcast. We have some special guests in with us today. They're going to be here most of the time. Uh, we have LQ. LQ, can you give yourself a little quick introduction so everybody knows uh, who you are, who your favorite teams are, just anything that you want to let the people know? Shwoy, Legendary Quan, LQ300 underscore on Twitter. Send all your hate there. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers Nation, we here. Miami Heat Nation, we here. Braun, Braun Nation, we here, and we live. We also have Ant with us. Ant, uh, can you also give a quick introduction about your favorite teams, uh, who you support and who you rooting for, so everybody knows when you're talking who you're biased about? <laughs> it's your boy, Primetime Ant, man. You know, we down, with, we down with the Baltimore Raiders and the Houston Rockets and anybody that ain't been with us. You feel me? We ain't messing with y'all. My boy James Harden go away MVP this shit. That's all we got to say. <laughs> We're not going to talk about uh, NBA today, but uh, I'm also here with Micah. We had our episode last week. Micah, uh, before we start, man, 0-4 last week. Hey, listen, bro. I need you to chill. I was real confident about all my teams. They all laid an egg. It is what it is. <laughs> hey, the Micah, every, every social media, for real, for real, come get at me. I'm real opinionated with the sports talk, so that's where you find me. You're going to have better luck this week, but last week was Wild Card Weekend. We're going to talk about Wild Card Weekend, but we're not focusing on Wild Card Weekend for this episode. For some strange reason, quarterback tears got into our group chat earlier today, and then everybody got to discussing it. So we decided that instead of focusing on the game for next week, really, and the games from last week, we're going to talk about quarterback tears as the main part of this podcast. But be before we talk about it, we do want to quickly run through the games that were last week. Uh, we're going to start with the Colts versus the Texans. The Colts beat the Texans 21-7. to uh, Deshaun Watson didn't look great, but he also didn't have a lot of help with uh, his O-line, not allowing him to have any time in the pocket. Andrew Luck and the Colts were able to take control of the whole game, and they never looked like they were going to uh, lose the league. But just any quick thoughts about this game before uh, we move on? Hey, shout-out Quentin Nelson. He was putting people on his butt. On their butt, I should say. But the Colts look real complete. It's a little scary for the AFC, especially how I believe it's more open in the NFC. But, yeah, man, it's I didn't expect that to happen. I really thought Watson was going to come through. Didn't do it. From what I've seen, that run game of the Indianapolis Colts and the things that they're doing with all of their backs is ridiculous. And they're a more balanced team than they came into the playoffs with that extra dimension. And the way that defense is playing lights out, I don't, I don't think it's anybody in the AFC that can compete with them right now. Yeah, um, I'm not really surprised. Um, they got two All Pros as rookies on their team. The defense is playing good. Andrew Luck is back to where he, sh- to where he's always has always has been. Um, don't really trust Bill O'Brien and that coaching staff. Deshaun Watson definitely the truth, but he he needs help on the offensive line. Well, in the episode that we talked about last week. I said that the Houston Texans were going the wrong way and the Colts were going the right way. I still thought the Texans were going to be able to pull it out just because I had faith that the O-line would be able to help him and Deshaun Watson would be able to um, make some plays. DeAndre Hopkins, we did not know, uh, was battling an injury throughout the game, and he wasn't 100%. So that probably would have changed my pick. But the Colts look very scary. They're going to be uh, a team to watch out next week. We'll get to our predictions. We'll be Colts versus Chiefs next week. We'll get to our predictions at the end of the show. But... With that, like we said, we're moving quickly through these games. We're going to go to Seattle at Dallas. Uh, 
The Cowboys won 24 to 22. Dak Prescott looked okay. Ezekiel Elliott had a great game, and the Dallas Cowboys defense stopped that uh, Seattle offense, which basically stopped everything for uh, the Seattle offense. So, any quick thoughts about this uh, this game? Hate to see it, but the Cowboys look good. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. It's, it's just a shame, honestly. Hey, man, like he said, like Dak, I mean, like Zeke said, man, Dak played like a grown-ass man, bro. And if they keep that same energy, they stumbling through L.A., they're going to host that championship <laughs> game. If, if, maybe if maybe, maybe I'm win. the only one, but I didn't even really think Dallas had looked all that impressive to me. They didn't. I mean, the Seahawks gave that game. They stopped the run, which is which was impressive. Seattle was the most the most rushing team in the league. But if you look at it, every time they opened up the pass, Russell Wilson was throwing the ball down the field. They just kept trying to run the ball for two yards every other play, and then you get to third and long. I mean, he ain't God. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys played a good game, but I still think if they let Russell Wilson have through the ball for majority of the game, then the Cowboys would have lost. I totally agree. I think – I don't know. I, I'm still not a believer in Dallas. I still think Dallas is going to lose this week. We'll get into that, but, I mean – Dallas, they had a, they had a decent game. Ezekiel Elliott went off, and whenever he goes off, the Dallas Cowboys are usually uh, usually winning that game. But next, we're going to Sunday's game, the first game at one oh five, the Los Angeles Chargers at the yes, Baltimore. Yes, sir. I hate to see it. Jackson with a uh, hundred and ninety four passing yards. Uh, most of those coming in the fourth quarter because during the game there was a moment where, with two hours where he did not have. Uh, one passing yard. Oh man! Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you, Prime. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, look, they let the they let the dude they let my boy throw the ball ten times in three quarters. You're not gonna get it done like that. The coaching staff is ridiculous. I've been I've been calling for John Harbaugh head the entire season. He don't know how to make adjustments. He's just a player coach. Marty Mortenweg, he needs to get fired. Obviously, the, the Los Angeles Chargers came in with a game plan to put all DBs on the field to exploit and to go sideline for sideline with Lamar Jackson. If you see that's not working, why not spread the ball around? Because even in the fourth quarter, yes, granted, they were in the prevent defense, but Lamar still wasn't throwing the ball. He just wasn't digging it down. He was still throwing the ball deep. So regardless if they're in prevent, they're still playing for the pass to be long. And he was completing passes and scoring touchdowns. They want to start opening up when we down two scores. That to me don't make any sense. Yeah, honestly, the build off that great point about them being in a dime, but sacking a box with a dime. So basically, they was prepared for any reoption, any up the middle runs. It was getting to the you know getting to the ball quick and everything. If they had gone and just spread out the ball, like I like I said last week, they had to get the ball outside the hashes like they did when they beat the Chargers three weeks ago. They didn't do that. They were trying to play within the hashes, and we see what happens. They were getting stacked up, three and outs, trying to go dive, dive, read option. It doesn't work. And they finally open it up, and you see what happens. They almost got to come back. But, hey, man, Lamar's going to be fine. The Ravens, I don't know what they do. They got to go and get rid of the offensive coordinator at this point. But I do think Harbaugh stays. But, hey, Chargers moving on. <sighs> well. Um, I just want to say that uh, I feel as if the Baltimore Ravens didn't make any adjustments to the previous game that was played because if they did and they didn't use the same game plan 
maybe Sunday would have worked out different. Um, I'm just a little disappointed in the Baltimore Ravens fan base just booing the future of their franchise when he's trying to make the comeback effort and he needs everybody behind him. The the turn was ridiculous. And when he started to make plays and capitalize on the mistakes that the Chargers made, uh, everybody got behind him again. So that, I just thought that was a little weird. But great game. Let's go Chargers. Yeah, I mean, uh, welcome to the couch. Uh, make sure you bring your soda. We, uh, Mike and I, Mike and Elk, you and I actually, we already brought the snacks. We got the the paper towels. We got all the stuff. So just bring some drinks over and we can watch uh, <laughs> the rest of the playoffs. And the final game of the wild card weekend was Philadelphia and Chicago. I think the most exciting game. Um, Chicago had that game. Kicker didn't miss. It looked like it got tipped. Uh, Philadelphia and Chicago. My question is, do you think that Philadelphia has the potential to make another run, get back to a Super Bowl? Yeah, I certainly think so. I mean, now I didn't think about this really last week. I thought the Bears were going to get them, but them going through the rest of the teams that are in the playoffs aren't really a problem. I mean, outside of the Saints really just beating them during the regular season, I feel like they have the appropriate death and everything to make another run if they need to. Um, there's a possibility you might see an NFC championship with two NFC East teams. Which is crazy to say. Listen, if we if I see that, I'm gonna cry. Listen, bro, I know, but I'm gonna cry if I see that. But it's very possible. Um, Nick Foles, I mean, he's the quarterback of Philly at this point. You can get rid of wins. You can do whatever you need to do. They're better with Foles on the field. So, hey, they keep doing what they're doing. They might be at another Super Bowl. Um, man, personally, I feel as if that offensive line can perform the way that they did and protected Nick Foles the way that they did yesterday. I feel like the game will be competitive. And if it comes down to the last possession, I don't think I'm as comfortable with Nick Foles as I am with Drew Brees. So I have to give a slight edge to the Saints. But I would not be surprised if the NFC Championship is the Cowboys and the Eagles. That was my prediction before the playoffs started. And I think I'm going to stick to that. Ain't none of this. Ain't none of this is is being talked about. If the dude just makes what the forty yard field goal, that's all. I don't understand how kickers be missing these field goals. Literally, you practice all week. Literally, you don't even practice with the team. You you go to the up to the other field and just kick the ball for hours and hours. Then you go to the game and you miss a field goal. All he had to do was make the field goal. We're not even talking about Foles magic. But I got to give it to the Eagles' defense. It's really the defense because they have, what, right. 14 different secondary starters? And they yeah, still playing lights six. out. Like, it's false magic, and I guess the team is rallying behind him. But that, the Eagles' defense is stepping up. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good game. Um, I do think the Eagles are going to be able to make a competitive game. I had the Eagles winning yesterday, and I, I don't know. I haven't. We're making our predictions at the end of this podcast. I haven't. I don't know who I'm going to pick between the Eagles and the Saints yet, but we'll be going through. Um, we'll be going through our picks at the very end of the podcast. But right now, we're going through our quarterback tiers. Like I said, we were in a group message earlier talking uh, talking about like what we we're going to talk about today, and somehow tiers came up, and we had a lot of disagreements. Before we begin, I want to go through every single player that we agree on, so that if you don't hear us talking about them, there's no need because we agree on. Uh, for elite, we had uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Drew Brees. For great quarterbacks, we have Andrew Luck. For good, we had uh, Nick Foles, Carson Wentz, and Big Ben. For average, we had Alex Smith, who I believe is like the perfect average quarterback in the NFL, and also Sam Darnold. 
Then for bad, we had uh, Josh Allen, Ryan Tannehill, Josh Rosen, and Blake Bortles. Actually, LQ put Blake Bortles in a yikes category, but um, those are our our fives. But I want to start with the first, the biggest disagreement that I saw so far, and that's with Ant putting Patrick Mahomes in the elite category while Micah put him in the great category. I put him in the great category. And LQ was, you were... You were split between putting him in the yeah, great. I'm a little category. borderline. So, and why is Patrick Mahomes already in the lead category to you? This is a first year starter, and he threw for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. Alex Smith was in the same system the previous year, and the impact was was nothing like this. Granted, you got Tyreek Hill, you got Travis Kelsey, you got Sammy Walker. You got all these pieces. But Alex Smith wasn't able to do all this. He's thrown for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. Only two other quarterbacks have done this. Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. I will I will go ahead and go on and let and say they're both elite. So why can't Patrick Mahomes be elite when he's going to be the MVP? You got MVP and you're doing only things that Tom Brady and Peyton Manning do. You got to be an elite quarterback. Okay, I can dive in because I had him in my good to great category, but that was supposed to be the elite great tier. Um, I just want to say the only thing that's preventing me from putting him in that elite tier is, one, we don't know how long he's going to be able to sustain this magical play. We've seen quarterbacks come in the league and have not as big of an impact as he's having on his franchise, but something similar or on that level or in that realm. We've had the RG3s and the cams and all of these explosive, elusive quarterbacks come in the league and make an impact like that. But how long have they really been able to sustain that level of play? So once we see that from him, we can go from there. But I, I just can't put him elite based on 16 games this year. Yeah, that's, a, that's, where I, that's why I put him in my uh, great category. Honestly, if we look at every single game that Patrick Mahomes has lost, it's not his fault, but he is the starting quarterback. The biggest games of the season, the Chiefs have not won that game. And again, it's not his fault, but he's a quarterback. It is going under his win-loss record. He, there, are, there are things that he could have done. He played a great defense like the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Ravens should have won that game earlier in the season. And he didn't look all that great. I think for a quarterback to be put in that elite category, he needs to have a great run. I think if they go, if the Chiefs go ahead and win uh, the Super Bowl this year, I think I'm ready to put uh, Patrick Mahomes in my elite category for next year. But right now, we've seen A-Rod. He's won the ring. We've seen Brady the many times he's gotten to the Super Bowl. And we've seen Breeze uh, win the ring and also Breeze make it to the playoffs before. They've had a great season. So I don't think I could put Patrick Mahomes without anything anything in the postseason to go off of. Honestly, that's the same reason I have him in the great but not elite category yet. It's sustainability. The three elite quarterbacks that we all agreed on, Brady, A-Rod, and Breeze, they've been doing this for 10 years plus. Uh, great play, playoff-level play, Hall of Fame-level play. Now, when you go down to the great and you see names like Andrew Luck, you know, Andrew Luck has always been a great quarterback in my eyes. He Did he miss two years of straight football? Yes. But what has he done this year? Be a great quarterback. Now, if he does this for five more years, maybe even two more years at this point because of the clout he has, he's an elite quarterback. Mahomes is kind of the same thing. Yes, first year, 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns. Only two quarterbacks have ever done that. Now, will he be able to do this next year with maybe 45 and 45? Will he he drop down to 30 and 30, or 3,000, I should say, and 30? 
you know, if he drops production, do we consider this another great season or a good season? That's why right now he's only great. Not elite yet. He's certainly on the path, but not elite yet. He's definitely not. I don't think he's elite yet. There's, I, I, I don't even, know. I, just, I, I even had um, Russell Wilson in my elite court, my elite status. I think he elite too. Yeah, I was, I was going to get to I, I was going to get to that one next. Alright. I mean, what makes what makes Russell Wilson elite to you? Because he's already proved, granted, when he was a little younger, he had the great defense behind him. But this year specifically, they were, this was supposed to be a rebuilding year. It wasn't supposed to make the playoffs. It was supposed to lose their, not lose their division because the Cardinals aren't there, but it was supposed to be at least the third third in the division. They was um it was supposed to they was just they just wasn't supposed to be doing good and to me that the talent around him isn't that great and he uplifted the team just as far just as much like Aaron Rodgers does all the time. Granted he didn't do that this year, but Aaron Rodgers always takes less and goes to the playoffs. Russell Wilson, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of him as a person, but as a football player, <laughs> I definitely think um, he's an elite quarterback in his league. He he's always finds himself in an MVP conversation every year. So how much of his early success do you credit to the defense? If you had to put that on a scale from zero to 100, how what percent would you give that defense for those years of success? That defense, I'm going to give him goddamn me 100. Like so then how does that, how does that make he, Russell Lee? He's he still got that. He still he still at the end of the day the quarterback still got make the big throws and everything. You feel me? Like but even though was, even though he wasn't the the deciding the, the factor of them winning the Super Bowl, you got to think about the the years after the Super Bowl. They still went the year after. Um, they still been. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they're not going to the playoffs this year if he's not at quarterback. Oh no way! He didn't miss a single game, single snap. Yeah, he, was, he didn't he miss a single game. Yeah. But how how elite is a quarterback if their main focus is running the ball? Like, because they yeah. did have the number one hmm. rushing offense in the NFL this season. Rush, number one rushing attempts. All they did during the Cowboys game was run the ball. Yeah, I understand you have a great quarterback in Russell Wilson, but and he's still, quarterback and he's, so great. He still and he still kept them in and he still kept them in the game when they was running. For two yards of carry with Chris Carson, they just didn't open the game up. He just don't no, have that. He just, I just think, man, you could put Russell Wilson on on any team for real, and he's gonna take you to the playoffs. I disagree. Honestly, my thing uh, for elite talent is Hall of Fame level talent, sustained Hall of Fame level talent, and I haven't seen it from Russell Wilson. He's a great quarterback, and he does what he does every year because he's a smart and efficient quarterback, but. I can't put him on the same level as Brady, A-Rod, and Breeze simply just because maybe it's just I haven't seen enough from him to put him on that same length. But there's been so many other factors that have helped Russ. He hasn't – and granted, you could say maybe the same thing about Brady or Breeze where there's been great talent around him all the time. But I just haven't seen it yet that's been making me say, like, all right, he's a lead. I mean, Brady hasn't had great talent around him. Three, three This year he was through for 35 and 7. Then the year before, 34 and 11, 34 and 8. I mean, he, that's, those is, those is elite numbers. That's a, like I said, it's a nice level of consistency. <laughs> yeah, and he, great, he does bring that to the level, but. Every single year. When we're saying elite, we mean Hall of Fame talent. I don't, it's what level. I've seen from Russell Wilson doesn't say Hall of Fame right now. If he was to 
tear a ligament in his leg to never play another down in football. His legacy doesn't say Hall of Fame to me. That's why you can I say that about a bunch. You can say that about a bunch of people. Just like not anybody in our elite league category. Is, not in my. Yeah. I would say not in my elite every, category. Everybody in the elite is going to the. Everybody in the elite category for me at least is going to the Hall of Fame. So and that's so a listen, fact. So Agreed. if if Pat Mahomes win his ring this year, you put him in the elite category, right? Yeah. And it's then what if, what if, and what if the next year he go out there and lay an egg? Or he tore his ACL. He going. He, is he Hall of Fame talent? Is he? And he's never going to play again. Yeah. Well, he could no, be no, Hall of Fame no. talent and not. I mean, uh, and not play. One year, like we yeah. said, it's one, one year. But I don't think I don't think Patrick Mahomes is the one to make that comparison with. I know he's the only other one that's perhaps in the elite category, maybe. But I don't I don't think you'd be making that argument with Pat Mahomes. Maybe let's only say because Andrew of the Luck. one year. If you take Andrew Luck in that exact same scenario, let's say he comes back this year, he leads the team to the Super Bowl, wins the Super Bowl, but he gets hurt again. And this time is more severe. He can't come back and play. Do you put him in the Hall of Fame? I don't think you can now. He's been a great quarterback whenever he's played and he got himself a Super Bowl. But there's a lot Russell, of football he's Russell, missed. Russell, no. Russell Wilson is better than Andrew Luck. Ooh. Put Russell Wilson on the Colts. I'm trying the to Colts are, yeah, the Colts are, I mean, the AFC up. is a pretty different place. And right, exactly. He's doing this in the NFC 35 and 7, 30 and 10. Like, he's throwing for over 4,000 yards damn near every season. Uh, this year, Andrew, they wasn't even supposed to make the playoffs this year. This was supposed to be a rebuilding year. I mean, you making the playoffs. You can't even name. They got what Bobby Wagner and. and um, I mean, it's a it's a lot of different factors that you're gonna have to put into that rather than just him himself his because he's a lot better. Tyler Lockett. Yeah, it, you seen yeah. you seen the throws he was throwing against the Cowboys, man. Them zones was money. Them things that Tyler Lockett and Doug Baldwin, them throws is money. Not only elite quarterbacks can make them throws that he was throwing to, towards the sideline. I'm pretty sure some great quarterbacks um, can make those throws too. Great, great. Which is yeah. pretty good. Andrew Luck started the game I mean, making those Andrew, kind of yeah. throws. Andrew Luck can make that throw to T.Y. Hilton. Y'all got, got Phillip Rivers ain't making them throws, but we, we say that later. <laughs> so with this Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson thing, if your team is down three points and you need one of those quarterbacks to take you down oh, the field, I'm, I'm taking Russell Wilson. Oh God, I'm taking Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson can. Is it consensus or Russell Wilson? The consensus. I'm sorry, couldn't get that word. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I, I would go Russell Wilson too. I have to go Russell too. <laughs> yeah, with the three points, but Russell I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be in that situation down three points with Andrew Luck. That's how I'm seeing it. Come on, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck's going to be up. He's going to be up. And that's why I think Andrew Luck is Andrew Luck is the better quarterback. But that's not with and his list. I mean, Matt Ryan being great. What's the easy there? What's the what's the reasoning behind that? I, I don't even know. I, um, he has an MVP. He puts up consistent numbers every single year, and he led his team to the Super Bowl. Granted, he lost in the Super Bowl, and I understand that. But you can't be not you can't be an average player and win an MVP. That's why I got Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is in my great tier. Uh, Matt Ryan and Cam Newton, another MVP, and took his team to the Super Bowl. You can't just lead your team to a Super Bowl, win the MVP, and not be a great player. 
Why can't they be good players and win the NBA? Why can't they be good good players? There've been there've been good players that won. Good players okay, in great Matt situations. Good players in great seasons. Quarterbacks that won Super Bowls. You know it. Cam Newton single handedly dominated the NFL that year. Yeah, he was great that year. And since then, he's been laying eggs after eggs. He didn't do anything. This, first of all, this year, Cam Newton has been hurt. And we seen that game. We was watching. You was at the game, the, the, the Saints and Panthers game. Oh, I seen it. He was throwing the ball like he was something was really wrong with him. They started off 6-2. and two. He got hurt, and that's when everything went downhill. Yeah, he, they were having a good season, but and he was 6-1. But Cam Newton, you can't he, – he's had a good season, but that's, that's what I – he had his MVP season. Yeah, that's a great season, but – I can't tell you that he's been able to do consistency. And I've and seen, let's not forget that defense was the number one defense in the NFL, it. and that was prime Josh Norman. Josh Norman was was in his bag then. It's not the rest of Josh Norman now. That's when Josh Lights Norman out. was top five corner in the NFL. You have Luke Keegley as floor general. You have uh what's his name? Thomas the Davis. other linebacker. Thomas Davis, thank you. You had all these players on defense that you can't just go ahead and say that Kurt Coleman was having a career year. That's all right. Good Cam Newton and, and Cam Newton is still great. He's he still great. He's he can't be Cam Newton is one of the greatest dual threat quarterbacks ever. Oh, I agree. We won't debate that. Yeah. We won't debate that. That's not debatable <laughs> I at all. Put Cam I Newton the five in a dual threat quarterbacks. There are like five dual threat quarterbacks in the NFL. So of course he's one of the greatest. Like, no, I'm saying all the time. Yeah. There, how many dual threat quarterbacks have there been in the NFL? There's been a lot. A lot just haven't produced. Good. Since Producing. Randall Cunningham and Michael Vick, I, I could agree that Cam is probably that next okay. name that you would rattle off that list, maybe. Russ? Yeah, because none of them have really been up to par to be even considered in those type of conversations to have long careers in the NFL. Uh, Cam Newton, he he's just not, as, as far as lately, even when they went to the Super Bowl, a lot of people left off that team. And he's... You can't even you, – you, they don't even have a number one receiver. Granted, they got Greg Olsen, but I'm pretty sure he's he's over 33. He's older. He breaks so, his foot every other year, every other week. You can't even name – you can name their receivers, but they don't even have number two. They, they out there with right. number threes. And he still so, puts up numbers. They, if they you're diving the into the without, list. They went to the Super Bowl without Kelvin Benjamin. He tore his ACL in training camp. He took that team with Kelvin Benjamin to the Super Bowl. And I don't think it was just him that took that team. I think it, the defense played a big factor. It, the defense huge. was a huge factor in Offense, them getting to the Super Bowl. The ball, the, my Ravens this year had a number one defense in the league. And we still like, we ain't going to no Super Bowl. You still need an offense to win. Yeah, because so when you have a number one offense and a number one defense, what does that spell? You got a number one offense and a top five defense Super Bowl. Super Bowl that should be Super Bowl you should win that championship yeah he did not win that championship he won MVP he took his team to the Super Bowl but he didn't win that championship now if you want to go into this year and you want to talk about targets there's so many other quarterbacks with less to work with that are at the same level or maybe better like who let's look at somebody like Deshaun Watson so hey. if you want to talk about injuries and only number one receivers, outside of DeAndre Hopkins, 
he's Who playing he with Kiki Cutie. A, and he's a fifth round draft pick. Who 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 on the Panthers offense uh is is like a DeAndre Hopkins ever season? Deshaun Watson does not have a Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. He doesn't have another playmaker like he doesn't Cam have Newton. an offensive line like Cam Newton has. Not to say Cam. that the Panthers have a great Cam. offensive line, don't get me wrong. But Deshaun Watson is back there running for his life put, and he doesn't man, even have time man, to think about his name. Put 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 Cam Newton on the Texans or put Cam Newton on the Dallas Cowboys. If you put Cam Newton on the Dallas Cowboys, come on, dog. Exactly. That's, that's, that's the point though. That's the point. That's yeah, what that's that's what we're saying. But you were you were going him? into his targets. I'm just that. saying. We're saying if the pieces are there, yeah, if you have the pieces there, of course you would be able to but produce. He still, but he doesn't have a great. To me, his team not the greatest, and he still finds a way to win games. And you have you got paper, an MVP, and you got an MVP on your resume. You great, you great. That should be good. You 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 can be good. I, I don't know if you can be great because Matt Ryan. I mean, he's been he's been known for being a pretty good quarterback. I don't think anybody would say that. He's a great quarterback, except for except for you. Of course. I mean, if you uh, if you put elite as an a a quarterbacks and you put great as B and good around C plus A, I think Matt Ryan is a B quarterback. Elite will be A plus. A, yeah, you could be put, you could put great as A minus if you want. Good as B, average as C, but yeah. elite. Think of it like Madden, bro. Elite is ninety nine. Brady, A. Rod, Breeze, what they in Madden? Ninety nine, ninety nine. Love Mahomes, and Rivers. They always 91, 92. Uh, Matt Ryan probably like an eighty seven, eighty eight. John Watson eighty, eighty five. Average, you know, 80, 82, 81. Maybe get an eighty or seventy nine. That's like eighty three. Yeah, yeah. The back quarterbacks, I mean, you know, you know how it goes. But yeah. I don't I know. Probably, probably put out a poll on our Twitter or something to see uh, where everybody else stands with this. Uh but. I also want to talk about uh, Flacco. I think this is just being a homer in how Flacco is probably your favorite, well, the best Ravens quarterback in history and probably your favorite quarterback. I guess Lamar Jackson is your favorite now. But Joe Flacco has a good quarterback. What what makes him a good quarterback anymore? Well, what don't what don't make him good? He has Super Bowl MVP. That man. record, the start the, of the season, before he got benched. The fact that he lost his job to somebody that can that can't, can't really throw, throw the ball. Yeah, he can't throw yet. That's okay. He's still no, bro. Okay. Big <laughs> and the, him and him and Dan Marino are the only quarterbacks in the playoffs that ever go for twelve touchdowns and zero interceptions in the postseason. That was great in two thousand eleven. That's bro. nice. That was an amazing run. Yeah, this was probably one of the greatest postseason runs I've like, seen in my life. He, come on, man. Joe Flacco. Is this? Does he get like? Is he the best quarterback? And when he starts off, no. But once you start getting to November, December, January. He gonna he gonna show up. Do yeah, but you have you have was, to, you they weren't going to get this if they kept him in, which I guess. Granted, yeah. granted, he didn't have a good season this year, but you can't be a Super Bowl you can't be a Super Bowl MVP and and not be a good quarterback. Did he have a good season last year? When y'all lost, Her, and 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 in, and in Joe. Well, last year when we didn't make the playoffs, I was not on Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco walked down on the Bengals and scored a touchdown, and we left it on the defense, and they didn't show up on that play. Fair. And the, and so the where do you? That, and the year before that, when we played the and we played the Steelers, he walked down the score, and then we put the put the game on the defense, and they lost. So okay, He's done his job. Let, let 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 me bring up this question. So if Joe Flacco, the we'll also we can all agree that the Jaguars have really good defense, one of the best defenses in the NFL. 
if Joe Flacco is to go to the Jaguars right now and be the starting quarterback over Blake Bortles, who was a terrible, one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, are the Jags back in the playoffs next year? And they're going to win the division. Not a I don't think they win a division. <laughs> Not over a chance. Not I don't think they win more than eight. They won't win more than yeah, eight. Yeah, they'll go eight and eight at best. Wow. And they that's won't you put in Joe Flacco with a great defense. All right, so keep Leonard Fournette and get him a weapon on the outside. No Fournette. So do you? Okay, all right. Let me switch it up. You put Joe Flacco on even the with offense, What happens? You said you said what? You put Joe if Joe Flacco is a great quarterback and you put him on the Dolphins, a great quarterback can get you those. Nah, buddies. nah, I didn't put him in great. I yeah, no, hold. Let's 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 take a step back. Where do you him see good. him? Yeah, him that's good. good. You put him in good, yeah. You put him in good. I have right. him as average. Even, I, I have no, him I as average. Him and Lamar are on the same level to me right now, which is that says a lot. For a rookie quarterback versus a ten-year vet, eleven years, eleven years, eleven-year vet, yeah. So where do you think that he will go and make the best impact and finish his career in the best situation? What team in the NFL would you put him on right now to go take that next step in his career? The, the Jaguars is the is the perfect team for him because that's where he's a good quarterback. I'm not putting him in the upper echelons, but if you put give him a running game and a good defense. He's going. He's going. He's going to get it done for you. And, and what's their what's their ceiling? All you gotta do. All you gotta do is they go to the Super Bowl. He already proved it once. He could take oh a team God. with a good running game and a defense in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, hey, on who? If if Joe Flacco was the starting quarterback against the Patriots on the Jaguars and, and that AFC Championship game, they not winning it. They not winning that game. I don't think Joe it makes Brady, that much of a you know difference. Joe, you know Joe Flacco is not scared of Tom Brady. He beat him twice already in the AFC Championship game. So why can't he beat him again? I'm not talking. I'm talking. I about can't week- decisively say that he'll win. Week, week six versus the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, is Joe Flacco going to show up for that game? Yeah, playoff Joe's going to come out, but for him to be a great quarterback, he has to be able to do this all season. And I mean, right? That's why I didn't put him in great. I put him in good. But listen, if he was a good quarterback, he wouldn't have got benched in the middle of the season. He didn't get benched. He got hurt. All right, listen. <laughs> Healthy now. He, he was healthy uh, for yeah, a six and we, one run. We was, but we went through six and one. So why take out somebody that's hot? I have oh, a question. Joe, okay. Because if Aaron Rodgers got hurt, or if if anybody Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is elite. If any other good quarterback good. that you deem is good gets hurt and they come right back, they getting started right away. <laughs> Joe Carson Wentz got hurt. If Carson Wentz was able to come back, I'm pretty sure the Eagles are putting Carson Wentz back in right now. And if, if Carson, if Carson Wentz, exactly. if Carson, no, they they would have. They yes, leaving Nick Foles in, in there. They brought Carson Wentz back early this season just because Nick Foles was starting week two. Carson Wentz could have been out for four or five weeks. They said week three, he's he's back in the mix. If Big Bang got hurt, there's no way that the minute he comes back, that they're not switching whoever the backup is. If they is. went out, if they was hurt, if he was hurt Actually, three weeks and they went three and no, <laughs> he's not. He's sitting on the bench. I disagree. Big, Big Ben sitting on the bench. If, if I feel like our situation is a little different. I feel like our situation we, we is drafted a, bit a quarterback in the first round. Obviously, I, his time was coming. So, Prime, I got a I got a question for you. If we put Joe Flacco on the Cincinnati Bengals right now, what is their projected ceiling to you? Oh no, nah, that's 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 eight and eight, nine and seven. That's that's not a very that's not a very good team. Great quarterbacks. They they don't really need that much good good quarterback. I think he has a pretty good offense though. I'm saying he's good. He's good. He's not great. He's good. 
if he'll he'll get you a Super Bowl. I'm trying to tell you, he already proved that everybody wants he can do it. You got to give him some pieces around him. He's not Tom Brady. He can go get. But I feel like he has more pieces in Cincinnati than he would in Jacksonville. You disagree? He would. Uh, I don't like. I don't like. I don't like Cincinnati's defense. I like AJ. I like Tyler Boyd. I like Joe Mixon back there. They have a pretty decent offensive line. Um, when Eifert is healthy, if he's ever healthy, he's uh, pretty serviceable. Uh, Uzuma is their backup at tight end. He's pretty serviceable. As far as their defense, Geno Atkins and their defensive line with uh, Mr. Lawson is pretty nice. The it secondary sound, was a little banged good, up. But I don't do a damn thing with them. I yeah, feel like Joe Flacco that, that, is better, correct? That's all, that's yeah, all we have, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is, is an average quarterback. He, he's an average quarterback. He needs great weapons around him to get to the playoffs. And I think for hey, Joe Flacco, he if, needs great you, weapons if, around him to get to the you playoffs. Got, hey, if you're naming all the weapons in that defense, my boy going to get it done. He's already done it. You feel me? Exactly. And, and that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're getting to. You saying my boy. That means you have a special place in your heart for Joe Flacco and you don't see him. You can't, you can't really see man, him. Objectively. Yeah, he's good, man. He's good. He's he good. Anybody, he, he, any quarterback, you know, who won that Super Bowl, he he go, he good. Like Nick Foles is good. Mean bad though, bro. I think he, 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 he's he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's an average quarterback. He's not on the level of Baker Mayfield and all that, bro. Oh, give me Baker Mayfield over Joe Flacco. Yeah, I got right? Baker over Flacco. Any day, any day. That's too have, easy. You can have the quarterback in the league over Joe Flacco. You can give me Lamar Jackson over Joe Flacco. Look, Joe Flacco got a Super Bowl. I'm not. You can take Baker Mayfield. All right. Hey, Mike, I got something else I want to discuss on this list. All right, yeah, quickly, quickly. Let's let's get into uh, a certain quarterback that resides in the Golden State of California, Mr. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, Lord. This guy. So, (laughs) Mr. Pryor, what are your thoughts on the average Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, he's in my... um, I I mean, I didn't really have a place to... I mean, I did put him at average. I really couldn't put him nowhere else because, like, he's not bad. <laughs> but, like, bro, he hasn't done anything. I mean, yeah. So what's has... keeping him from being good on your in your rankings, in your eyes? What's keeping him from taking that next step from being average to good? What does he need to show you to get to that next tier? He needs to play a whole a full 16-game season, not get hurt, and take his team to the playoffs. And but that's where, got, I, 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 that's where I agree that. with Ant. Because I have Jimmy G in my average category, too, because we've seen it over and over again. The Patriots, when Tom Brady was suspended for those four games, Jimmy G ended up getting hurt, and uh, Jacoby Brissett had to come in and play uh, the rest of that suspension uh, for Tom Brady. And we saw it again this year with the 49ers tearing his ACL. So, yeah, I think Jimmy G has the potential to be a good quarterback. I think if he was able to go ahead and play all the way next year, he'll probably end up being in that next good quarterback standing. But he hasn't really done anything for me at all. and. The 49ers before he went down, I'm pretty sure they had a losing record too. So I don't really know where I could give him that good standing yet. And he got to take him to the playoffs, not just have good stats. I'm not a stat guy. I like people who went. He could throw for 40 touchdowns and have 10 interceptions, but if they go 8 and 8 and miss out on the playoffs, he, he ain't do enough. For me, I had Jimmy G as good. You know, who was talking about it? I think it was yesterday. I had him like, all right, maybe average. I was kind of thinking about it. I remember those five games, and the Warriors Niners haven't been a good team since Colin Kaepernick has been there. That Super Bowl run was probably the last time they were a solid team, and he took a team with less talent than they had this year and took them to a five and one finish, I believe it was. For me, 
even though he hasn't played and he was hurt, I can't discredit what he did for that stretch. It wasn't like a Matt Flynn situation where it was literally one game. He took that team, that terrible, terrible team, to a 5-1 and one finish. And probably going into the next season, if he had stayed healthy, let's say week 11 and stuff, he probably would have been a decent season. They wouldn't aren't a playoff team yet. But I can classify him as a good quarterback until I see otherwise. Which I guess is the same reason you guys classify him as an average quarterback until you see otherwise. So yeah. I have I have him as good simply for the fact that I saw what I saw with my eyes and I just that's what I gotta go by. I just trust it. Yeah, I agree. I think that's something that uh that's something that can definitely uh definitely change one way or another. I don't think anybody's putting him in the elite uh great. Uh but good enough. Yeah, so. I think I, I think he's he can find his way through that. I think his five and one also was against teams that uh, the last couple of weeks, teams that were resting, and then he also played some bad teams in there. But we'll, we'll definitely get to see next year if he stays healthy, um, what he can do. But we could talk about so many other uh, rankings. We may even bleed into this conversation, maybe into our next podcast. But we have to get to our predictions for the divisional round. So I'll start with our first game. Um, we have the Colts at the Kansas City at Kansas City. Uh, Patrick Mahomes first. NFL uh, playoff game. It should be fun. It should be exciting. Everybody's very high on the Colts. I personally am going with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think everybody loves uh, the Colts right now. Colts right now, and everybody thinks they're so great. But that offense is going to score against any defense. Uh, they went against the Ravens defense and put up 24 points. The Colts defense is definitely not as good as the Ravens defense. I see the uh, Chiefs getting back into that 30 point game. I just don't want a situation where Andy Reid has to deal with any type of clock management. So I hope they put him out the game early. And I think that's what's going to happen. I have the Chiefs winning 35-20. to 20. Yeah, I'm going to have to counter that, actually. Um, I've seen Andy Reid in first-round games. doesn't really go well, second-round games, let's say. doesn't really go so well. Um, as much as I love what Mahomes did this year, he's definitely the regular season MVP. I feel like the Colts are the better, well-oiled machine and better team. Honestly, I don't really you – know, I bet against them last week just because I felt like the Texans could do it, but I don't, really don't see them losing until they really get to the Patriots. Or if they beat the Patriots, they possibly be a Super Bowl winner. So I'm going to have to go with the Colts for this one. Uh, I'm going to agree with every point you just made. Uh, personally, I, I see this game being a shootout, and uh, it's going to come down to the person with the ball at the end of the game. And I think that team will be the Colts. And I believe that Andrew Luck will make better decisions down the stretch because as we've seen from Patrick Mahomes and that defense, they have let him down in numerous situations in fourth quarter. So I'm going to have to roll the Colts. I like, I don't know. I've been kind of flip-flopping as we, but today I'm going to just go with my gut for it. I'm going to go with um, the Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes, he's different. Like, I don't like quarterbacks tucking the ball down and stuff like that. I let, like throw the ball down the field and try to take that risk. That's what will be that game. And he going there. Granted, the coach defense is not is not sweet, but it's not like they're elite. And yes, they're going they're, in this game. They're going to miss Kareem Hunt, but I still think they're going to score over thirty points, and the game will be close. But I think Mahomes going is going to um get the job done. All right, and we're going to move to Dallas at Los Angeles. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, they surging, had a very good end to the season, beat the Seahawks last week, and the Los Angeles Chargers had the first round bye. Um, I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers. I just don't see uh, the Cowboys winning. I think that's probably a biased pick because if I was to be unbiased, probably with the Cowboys, but I'm going with the Chargers right now. I think uh, their offense 
will be able to put up points. Sean McVay, Jared Goff, second time in the playoffs. Sean McVay, second time in the playoffs. They understand it's at home, but it's not really a home game. But I still like them being in L.A. and not in Dallas. I'm going with uh, Los Angeles uh, Rams there. Once again, man, I'm going to have to counter you on this. Um, After seeing the Cowboys play, after seeing basically they can do this. They can actually beat the Rams in L.A. I don't like Jared Goff. I think he's the average quarterback. Um, I think McVay holds his hand a little bit too much, and I feel like that's going to be their downfall when he has to step up and make a really great kind of play as a quarterback, which everybody expects him to make. I feel like he's going to fold under pressure. Um, you know, I feel like the Cowboys right now, they didn't play the best they could on defense, and I feel like maybe if they do lose, that's going to be what it is, their defense, even though they have a great defense. Um, yeah, I just can't I can't go against the Cowboys right now, which is crazy coming out of my mouth, but... I think the Cowboys beat the Rams in LA. I'm going Dallas, man. Uh, I've I don't really believe in the run defense from that very very talented New Orleans, uh, Los Angeles Rams team. So I think Dallas controls the game a lot. Um, I believe they're believing their kicker. I don't think that the Rams have much of a home field advantage with the way the Cowboys fans traveling by Los Angeles being one of the biggest cities in America. America's team travels. Uh, I think it's an away, I mean, a home away game for the Cowboys, and they take it. I don't think it's close, to be honest. Sheesh. It's really crazy because I think the Cowboys is about to win this game, but I don't want them to. So I'm going to just pick the Rams because they are talented enough to beat this team. But I just know the, the Cowboys, this, this little train they got going on is going to keep riding. And it might rise to the Super Bowl. I know it's it's hurting me saying these words. Because <laughs> I don't have a problem with the Cowboys like that. You know, black quarterback, Zeke, he a gangster on the field, gangster outside the field. But this is them damn fans. <laughs> they don't know what to be saying all day mouth. But I'm going to pick the Rams, but I will not be surprised if the Cowboys win. Yeah, uh, that's that's going to be interesting when I'm just praying. The I can't deal with another week of uh, Cowboys fans, but uh, we'll go to our Sunday games with Los Angeles uh, Chargers at the New England Patriots. I'm going with Tom Brady. This is personal. I just I've been defending Tom Brady all season, saying that he hasn't had his best season by far. It's probably one of his worst since his rookie years. But I'm saying if I have one game and I need somebody to show up, I know I can count on Tom Brady. Philip Rivers has not won a game against Tom Brady yet. Their defense is amazing, but. I just love I love Tom. I, I love that's, to sound Tom. I think I think he's a great. That's our man great right there, Philip Rivers. He can't get so, the job done. Man, that's I mean, Brady. That, that, that hasn't been his fault. It's it's because Brady's an elite quarterback. So I'm going with uh, New England there to beat the Los Angeles Chargers. Let's keep it short and simple. Pat's beating the Chargers. They Super Bowl favorites always when Brady's in. It is what it is. See you in the AFC Championship. Death. Texas, Nick Saban, and Bill Belichick, man. Let's 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 roll with the Patriots. I don't I don't have anything to say. Yeah, the Patriots gonna win this game and it's it's gonna be close though. Philip Rivers gonna have to make a play. He ain't gonna turn it over like he always do. He's gonna do it. But it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. And plenty of room on the couch for the Chargers. We we got some snacks. Oh yeah, we we yeah, we got some room for them. And last game, I think it's gonna be a very fun game. We got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Saints. I said I didn't know where I was gonna go, but I'm going to keep riding with the Eagles. I love Nick Foles. I don't know. I just want that QB controversy over the offseason, Foles versus Wentz. So I'm going fly, Eagles fly. Eagles win this game. Uh, Saints go home packing. Yeah, I have to take – well, 
Nah, I can't take the Eagles. Nah, think about it. It's got to be Saints. <laughs> They're in the Dome. Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Mark Ingram. The names keep going. Defense, they're finally playing to the potential they can play. The Eagles, as much Foles magic as they have, is really going to be hard to beat the Saints where they play in their home on their turf. It's in, yeah, we've seen it earlier in the year. Even though they have winter quarterback instead of Foles, they got spanked. So, Saints, seeing the NFC Championship. Um, I think I'm going to have to rock with the Saints, man. It's, it's pretty much a toss-up for me. It's kind of hard to run against the Eagles right now with the momentum that they have. Um, also that dome, my team has played in there and, um, momentum switches very fast and I don't think they could make the plays to sustain the kind of momentum they need to win the game. So I feel as if, uh, Drew Brees and those guys go super Saiyan in the Superdome. Um, it's crazy, but I'm going to go ahead and pick the Eagles. Something about Nick Foles, man. He, he brings life to that team and, you know. It's going to be just like last week against the Bears. They're going to play great defense, and Nick Foles going to have to walk down. He's going to do it. Yeah, and I think I think that's that's all we have for this episode. We'll be back, of course, next week. Every Tuesday we'll be dropping an episode uh, this year. That's the goal uh, for Mike, for Micah, for Ant, for LQ. Thanks for jumping on the pod. Hopefully we can get you guys back next week and get, maybe get some more people uh, to come on. Definitely be around our year, but that, that's our episode. Have fun watching the games this weekend, and we'll be back next week, Tuesday, for another episode. Peace. <laughs>